This is Rush to Reason. You are going to shut your damn yapper and listen for a change because I got you pegged, sweetheart. You want to take the easy way out because you're scared. And you're scared because if you try and fail, there's only you to blame. Let me break this down for you. Life is scary. Get used to it. There are no magical fixes. With your host, John Rush. My advice to you is to do what your parents did. Get a job, sir. You haven't made everybody equal. You've made them the same, and there's a big difference. Let me tell you why you're here. You're here because you know something. What you know you can't explain, but you feel it. You felt it your entire life, that there's something wrong with the world. You don't know what it is, but it's there. It is this feeling that has brought you to me. Are you crazy? Am I? Or am I so sane that you just blew your mind? It's Rush to Reason with your host, John Rush. Presented by High Five Plumbing, where every call ends with a high five. All right, welcome. Happy Tuesday, everybody. Rush to Reason, Denver's Afternoon Rush, KLZ 560. Myself, Andy Pate, Charlie Grimes. And uh, if you haven't been outside today, you're missing out. It is a lovely day. 53 degrees right now and just beautiful. Don't normally talk about the weather, but when it's that way outside, we will take it. All right, Jordan Goodman, America's Money Answer Man, joining us today. Jordan, how are you, sir? Good morning. Good, great to be with you both, John and Andy. How is your weather, by the way, back east? 53. Here, same yeah. as you. So we are are you summer. serious? You know what? I'll bet you right now it is 53 everywhere on the globe. <laughs> I'll take that bet. Oh, you'll take that bet. Yeah, I, I lose a lot of bets, Jordan. Yeah, yeah. I lose a lot of bets. Yeah. All right. In so New England and New York is having a big snowstorm. So uh, Oh, you know, I heard anymore. that. But yes. it's very slushy because it's 53 degrees. Yeah. You're probably not, not, not missing any of that, Jordan, are you? No, I'm not missing it at all, actually. That's what I figured. You Because uh, you don't get much snow where you're at, do you? Probably none, basically. Yeah. I haven't yeah. Seen it since I've been here. I was going to anyway. say, it's probably a rarity for them, for the folks around you to see snow. Yes. All right, so what is, uh, well, how should I say this? Getting into the markets, the stock market's done really, really well. You know, honestly, throughout, except for... Today, of course, they uh, had a little bit of, um, I guess, issues with what's going on with inflation. Am I saying that right? That's right. So this morning, the Consumer Price Index came out uh, hotter than expected. It came out uh, plus 0.3. They'd been expecting 0.2. That's an annual rate of inflation of 3.1% on the overall inflation. They'd been expecting about 2.8, 2.9. And the so-called core rate, which excludes food and energy, which is what the Federal Reserve looks at the most, was 3.9. Um, again, they were looking for maybe 3.5, so it came in hotter than expected. So the, this caused the stock market to sell off of the Dow down over 500 points and all the other indexes uh, down a lot, and interest rates to surge. Uh, for example, the 10-year is now up to about 4.3. It had been about 4%, because uh, the whole thesis of the market has been uh, inflation is going to keep coming down. The Federal Reserve's going to have room to cut interest rates, and that'll be great for stocks. And that's been powering the market all year. And now it, it, it's impossible that the Fed is going to cut rates at their March meeting, and it may be delayed till June or something. We're not sure exactly how long it's going to last, but it was, it was a, a surprise that the inflation number came in hotter than expected. What What do you feel is driving the majority of that? Because it's uh, not food. energy, you know, it's not gas and energy. What do Correct. you feel it is? Correct. Food, health care, uh, insurance. Insurance rates have been going up a lot. 
even airfares to some extent, uh, tuitions. You know, there are some other things that are not just the gas and food uh, that are, are driving it up. It, it's more the services side of the economy, restaurants, things like that, as opposed to, to goods. Um, so, it, but it, you know, you've got all these fancy economists out there predicting things, and they, they got it wrong today. Well, and I hate to tell them, but I could have pretty well predicted what just went on, I guess because I live in that world more so than they do. When you have, you know, forced wage increases that have happened literally from coast to coast, which is pushing up the cost of the service industry, to your point a moment ago, how can they expect it not to be still rising? I mean, nobody's had a pay cut, so I'm confused as to why they think that inflation is going to come down until you handle something differently when it comes to the labor market. Well, the thing is, labor, yes, there have been a lot of union contracts, but labor... Unions are about 6% of the workforce. Well, I'm not just talking union, though, oh, Jordan. No, when you're, well when that. you're talking, you know, here in Colorado, for example, uh, city of Denver, you know, we just had a huge increase in the minimum wage, and that's happening in other areas in the country. When, when businesses have to pay more, and they don't really want to pay more, but they're forced to do so by government, again, the only thing that creates inflation, which we all forget, is one entity, government. No one else creates inflation besides them. So how is this so hard to figure out? Yeah. Well, you're right, and they have to pass that on. Uh, I think in California they increased the minimum wage to like $20 an hour or something. Correct. They really big increase there. Um, And other states are doing the same thing on top of the wage contracts that the unions, like UAW got a 25% wage increase. UPS workers got a 40% wage increase. Uh, the hotel and, workers and, and really quick, as Vegas. we as we talked in the past, a lot of those things that you just mentioned didn't go into effect immediately. Those are staggered and come in at a later date. And in the case of what you're just talking about, some of those didn't didn't happen until the beginning of this year. Yeah, but they will be phasing it over time. Correct. Uh, the actors and, and writers, you know, got a big wage increase. So, yeah, these things are going to filter their way into the system. Uh, athletes' salaries are going up all the time, too. So, uh, but the average person is not seeing much of a wage increase. No, so no. That's but, why they're getting squeezed. By the way, as a movie critic, we're also not seeing the results in better movies. No. Oh, if you pay more, you're definitely going to get better results. That's the way it works. <laughs> yeah, okay. <laughs> Sorry, I had a rough week last week. So. Uh, yeah, yeah. so so far, uh, well, let's just say that there's going to be a ripple effect from that strike for quite some time when it comes to what Hollywood produces. And, yep. and, and that that's true, Jordan, too, when it comes to even some of what's happened on some of the other contracts that you've just mentioned. My point is, I understand there's a lot of very high-paid, highfalutin PhD individuals trying to predict what inflation's doing, but I, again, I, I'm, I'm not a PhD, I don't have a college degree at all, and I'm not shocked at what I just saw, so I'm confused as to why they are. Yeah, well, they look at all these economic models. They don't get out of their caves to some extent and see what's going on in the real world. No, they don't. I mean, they they don't talk to the same people, I guess, that I talk to and realize that, you know, when you see a lot of different sectors of the the service world, especially having to raise prices to compensate for what's having to be paid out in some of the things you just said, it's not just wages. It's a higher – I mean, I've I've talked to several clients of mine just this week on renewals on their insurance policies and what are they going to do to try to get some of those costs down. And what what I guess – the government doesn't understand, and maybe these economists don't either. We, in the self-employed business world, we don't absorb those things. If our cost for insurance goes up, 
So does the cost of the services we're providing. You have to pass it on. Health insurance is a big one, and you're seeing big increases in that area. Correct. Yep. So, so yeah, to your point, I, I'm not shocked. I, I guess on the same token, we're heading into a election year. Not we're heading in. We're in an election year now. This particular uh, establishment, you know, the White House right now, has to be looking at things and saying, wait a minute, time out. We've got to do a better job here, or we're going to just get slaughtered as we get into the summer months heading into, you know, into the, the election itself into November, heading into the polling and so on, they've got to be looking at this thinking, this does not bode well for us. Well, and what they're doing is they're spending a huge amount of money, and that's inflationary as well. I mean, we're going to have well over a trillion dollar deficit this year. And this is while the economy is doing relatively well. You're supposed to run deficits when the economy is bad, and you're trying to help people out. But if the economy is basically growing at 3% or something like that, that should be a time you're paying down your deficits or not having deficits at all. Yeah, and but we're the, still having deficits of over a trillion dollars. You're totally right, but the big spending they're going to do this year—that's not going to affect prices this year. That that obviously that that lags behind and is going to drive prices next year. It's just. Jordan, I, I don't Spending see... Spending from last year is what we're going to see this year. Right. right. And right. and that is the problem that they're facing right now. Look, I don't think they're going to change anything they're doing because I don't think they care about the American consumer. And I know I'm saying that as an angry right-winger. Please understand. No, they don't but, care. But I'm but just being honest. they care about winning, though, Andy. Yeah. Well, that's just it. I think they care very much about winning, and that was kind of what I was getting to. They want to win. They don't care about people's lives. They absolutely do not, or they simply would not have done a number of the things they've done. And I'm sorry, but that's the way it is. However, going forward with interest rates, how long can the Fed hold off on lowering rates when the Fed, I guarantee you, is tied in to um, you know wanting the Democrats to win? All right. Hold that thought. That's a great segue, Andy. Okay. Hold that thought, Jordan. We'll take a break. That's a good one, Andy. Great question. We'll come back. Jordan, answer that in a moment. Bruce Simmons is next. He is our reverse mortgage professor. He wants to help you with any need you have when it comes to reverse mortgage, even questions. Call him today. KLZradio.com is where you find him. A reverse mortgage can make sense for you if you are properly prepared. KLZ's reverse mortgage professor, Bruce Simmons, can help make sure you are ready. Many things you do not need to do first, like paying your bills off first or making certain repairs. And sometimes you will need to shore up some things on the home title or a repair that Bruce knows will be needed for the appraisal. The point is you can be prepared for a reverse mortgage and move now rather than waiting. In an interest rate increasing environment, acting quicker rather than later puts more money in in your pocket. Call Bruce Simmons for a free consultation at 303-467-7821. That's 303-467-7821. Or schedule online now at klzradio.com slash reverse. And MLS 409914, American Liberty Mortgage, is an equal housing lender. All right, Dr. Scott Faulkner, who would love to be your doctor. Give him a call today, 303-663-6990. Do you want to improve your health, fitness, and beauty? Are you an athlete recovering from an injury? A weekend warrior who is sore from your last workout? Do you have a chronic medical condition trying to meet a health and wellness goal? Or maybe you are looking for a great doctor who thinks the way you do. Dr. Scott Faulkner and Castle Rock Regenerative Healthcare is your path to a healthier tomorrow. 
Owner Dr. Scott is a board-certified internal medicine specialist, bringing decades of experience and expertise to the table. Dr. Scott is a true advocate of the latest advancements in healthcare. That's why he uses umbilical-derived stem cells, which have been clinically proven to be the most potent stem cells available. Worried about being lost in the crowd of impersonal healthcare? Fear not, Dr. Scott is a big picture doctor, not beholden to big pharma like some other providers. He takes the time to understand your unique needs and will customize your healthcare to fit you, your body, and your lifestyle. Reach your full potential and achieve your goals. Call Dr. Scott today at 303 303- 663-6990 or visit him online at castlerockregenerativehealth.com or find him at rushtoreason.com. Level Engineering, is solar a good fit for you, especially on your commercial building? Give him a call today and find out. That's Alan Davis, klzradio.com. Alan Davis with Level Engineering knows that the power company is not your friend, that they don't have your best interests at heart. Aside from getting your power back on during an outage, they do three ugly things. First, they install a smart meter on your home to charge you surge fees up to 300% during peak times. Next, they use some of your money to lobby public utility commissions to increase your bill. The power company tries to squeeze money out of you everywhere they can. But Alan Davis has the answer for you. Solar power will allow you to produce your own energy and get the power company out of your wallet. Call Alan Davis of Level Engineering to rid you and your family of the greedy power company and take a major step towards energy independence. You just need to reach out to Alan by going to klzradio.com slash solar for a free, no obligation consultation. God. Country. Reason. Now back to John Rush. All right, we are back. Rush to Reason, Denver's Afternoon Rush, KLZ 560. Myself, Andy Pate, Jordan Goodman, America's Money Answer Man. Jordan, before we get into answering Andy's question from a moment ago on how long can the Fed wait, how do folks get a hold of you? Uh, my email is jordan at moneyanswers.com. Get emails from your folks all the time, and I'm always glad to help them. All right, so answer that question Andy threw out at you before the break. I would say the middle of the year. I would say at least June, if not longer. It depends how the numbers come out. But it's going to be delayed. If inflation is going to stay, I mean, their official target is 2%. We're now back into the 3% range. And I think they could wait till June to, to cut interest rates. And they want interest rates high to slow the economy, to slow inflation. And it, it's done somewhat. But it, the numbers, not only the inflation numbers we had today, but the unemployment numbers we had for January were much stronger, 363,000 than expected. So there's just lots of signs that the economy is stronger than they want. Yeah, but Jordan, um, look. First of all, I, those numbers will be revised, but that's another conversation. They will be every revised. Every one of them has been. They've been revised down every yeah. time. Every time they've had a big month, it's gone down well, after the, that. Well, the most recent one, they were revised upward. The previous two months were revised upward by over 100,000. Well, we'll see. We'll see yeah. if it holds. The um, Here's the big thing, though. They don't just care about how to – if there were no political – you know, factors here, I could see absolutely waiting until June or later, okay? But there are political factors. They are 100% invested in electing a party. And so how long can they hold off with that factored in? Well, I mean, Chairman Powell was interviewed on 60 Minutes a week or so ago, 
And they explicitly asked him that, and he said, "Politics." Well, he's not no, going to admit that. No Come on, Jordan. At all. Jordan, he's not going to admit that. He though. can't. He can't. Yeah, that that separation that is supposed to be there publicly. Of course, he's never going to say anything other than that. Here's my take, though, Jordan. I feel the Fed's going to do exactly the same thing they did this time that they did when they waited too long to raise them which caused another set of issues. I feel the same way this time. They're going to do exactly the same thing in reverse. They're going to wait far yeah. too long to lower them. I agree with you. So now you think I they'll wait. So, I mean, they're concerned about what They're not the like smartest guys on the planet like they think they are, unfortunately. They've apparently got 1,000 PhDs working in the econ- econ- economics. And they're all idiots. Sorry, but they are. They're all morons. Um, none of them live on Main Street, Jordan, is the problem all those no. guys have. They're all educated idiots. Jordan, why does it take 1,000 PhDs to read an inflation figure? But to read the street? Because uh, they don't live on the street, Andy. That's the problem. They live in a completely different world than the rest of the, the economy lives in. That is, and Jordan, am I right? That is the problem. It's a bubble. It's a bubble. They yeah. all talk to each other. That's right. They have their econometric models. I mean, and, you know, where they I mean, go to dinner, what they do on the weekends, the people they hang out with. The, the entire nine yards, they don't live in the same world everybody else lives in. Therein lies the problem. And, I mean, they've missed it. And, and Chairman Powell said the same thing. He said that they started raising rates too late uh, and let inflation out of the bag in 2021. And now I think you're right. They may be holding it too high too long, and that will make the economy much weaker uh, than they expected. It's already affecting areas. I'm going to just give you one example, commercial real estate. Right. Lots of loans are coming due. Correct. And uh, they maybe got a 3 or 4% rate in the past, and now it would be like 6 or 7 And a lot of these commercial real estate owners are not going to be able to afford or be able to refinance. And you're going to see a lot of defaults on commercial mortgages. Well, Jordan, um, and isn't that especially going to just hit urban areas? It already is. I know. But, I mean, and, it's going to escalate. A week or so ago, uh, one of the big lenders to commercial real estate, New York Community Bank, uh, out of the blue, had a big loss. Its stock dropped by 50% in a day. They, they eliminated their dividend. And this is like, I think, the eighth largest bank in the, world, the country or something. I mean, a major bank. And it's because of all these real estate loans that are going bad. And there's going to be more and more. There's literally trillions of uh, commercial mortgages coming up for renewal in the next two or three years. And even if they can renew them, they're going to be at much higher interest rates. And they're not renting them. I mean, there's tremendous vacancies in all the downtowns. So that's that's a specific area where right. higher interest rates are really taking a hit. Right. And then that is going to have a trickle effect through the economy. And again, you're not going to see that immediately, and the Fed's not going to see that immediately, but that's going to be one of those repercussions of them waiting too long. And again, that's an area that I don't want to say they're ignoring it, but you just have to ask you have to wonder, do these guys really factor all these things in or is it strictly they're looking at one single number that inflation rate that's it until it gets down to their core rate that they feel it needs to be by the way i don't agree with them on that one but that's where they feel it needs to be is that all they look at jordan no they look at other things i mean he he was again asked about commercial real estate he said we're watching it but it's not that big a deal uh i remember greenspan saying the same thing (laughs) Before the financial crunch, he said, we've got this subprime thing under control. Yeah. No big deal. It almost yeah. burned the entire economy. We almost burned the country down pretty close. Yeah. Jordan, is there anything holding down inflation right now except crippled demand? And especially I'm talking about the oil markets. Well, oil's about $75 a barrel, something right. like that. With, with the Middle East being super hot. I mean, you've got U.S. bombing 
uh, in Jordan and Syria, and the Houthis in Yemen, and bombs going off in Iraq, and uh, obviously the Israel-Hamas war is as hot as ever. And but demand in China? This, I mean, China's behind it, and the Houthis are shooting at Red Sea shipping, so the ships are going around Africa. I mean, it's as hot as you can get in the Middle East. You'd normally think in that circumstance you'd have like $150 barrel oil, but now we have about $75 yeah, barrel. Because the demand is still not where it needs to be on that end of it. And again, right. a lot of that is, we've, which we've talked in the past, I talked about this a little bit yesterday, the reality is China is in bad shape right. and with their population decline that is, that is actually starting to ramp downwards, it's, it's much, much faster than anyone predicted. They're in trouble, Jordan. I don't see them, frankly, I don't see them recovering. Well, I agree with you, and that's a major, they're the second largest economy in the world, and they're a major importer, and you can imagine all of the materials and energy that was used to build now one of these ghost cities. Right. Okay, the two biggest uh, real estate developers, Evergrande and Country Garden, um, both not only have gone bankrupt, but they're liquidating them. Okay, uh, um, Evergrande had about 800 real estate projects throughout China, each of which had maybe 50 50-story buildings. I mean, these are just huge. Right. Those two companies alone have well, about $500 billion in debt. And part of that is because, as I said yesterday, I want to make sure everybody is reminded of this, this is not my numbers. These are actually just world population numbers. They dropped last year, 2022, sorry, not 2023, but 2022, 2 million people. They ended last year with only 1.4 billion people, and that's going to continue to keep dropping. People were predicting at this time they would be much higher than that in population, but because of their nasty one-child policy, which, by the way, produced mostly boys, not girls, and their girls today don't want to reproduce, they don't even want to be married and have any kind of a family tie whatsooever— they're screwed, Jordan. Sorry, I don't know. I don't yeah. know how they, I don't have any other way to say it. They're no, screwed. The predictions are that by twenty one hundred, they're actually predicted to only have about six hundred thousand people there. Or sorry, six hundred million people there. Six hundred thousand. Yes. No. It's it's a an older population, and they don't have social security the way we do. Right. So older people tend to live with their families, and and there's a burden on the families to some extent. So, so in so. turn, how does all that wrap back into us here in the U.S.? Well, it has a lot of impact. I mean, China. It's a major importer and exporter. I mean, we buy over $500 billion worth of stuff from China every right, year. Right, um, And they are a major importer of fuel. And you can imagine the, the amount of imports they brought in to build these buildings, concrete and copper and everything that goes into a building, and all the appliances. I mean, it's just huge. All that's gone. Okay, all that demand for building what turned out to be ghost cities is gone. So that's a huge impact on Australia and all the places that – sent them all that stuff. Um, hey, Jordan, what about uh, Russia? I mean, how would China, China is Russia's biggest buyer right now of oil. Uh, how is right. that going to affect the Russian market, or is it not? Well, I mean, it's less demand from China than before, but right. Russia is selling their oil at Cut third rate. off market price. Or yeah. something half like that, probably, half price. The only people buying it are China, India, and Iran, basically. And um, so it's a great deal for, for China. Um, I mean, Russia is basically dependent on China to survive financially at this point, because the West has pretty much cut them off. But, and despite this tremendous weakness economically, both China and Russia, they're being more aggressive uh, militarily and politically. I mean, Russia obviously is invading Ukraine, and looks like it's, it's gained the, the momentum back now, unfortunately. And China doing all kinds of cyber warfare, 
uh, buzzing jets and ships around Taiwan, the South China Sea, just being very aggressive internationally while their economy is just collapsing. And their stock market has gone down dramatically, the Chinese stock market has. They're trying to prop it up, but they just don't have enough money to do that. Their debt is huge, by right. three times the debt that America has. Um, so, well, collapsing and they've got com- this older population. Sorry about that. Uh, collapsing countries often become expansionist because their I, only way yeah. to survive is to take over other territory. Yeah, well, I guess you'd say that with Japan in World War II. They had to get other people's right. resources. Um, but it, it's not a good combination, okay? And, and I, I think maybe they're trying to distract the people from their current woes by rallying the, around the yep. flag to invade Taiwan or something. Correct. It's not a healthy situation. No, it is not. All right, we'll come back. We'll talk more about that. I want to get into actually, too, Jordan. I don't know if you if we've got time. I hope we do. I really want to give folks some ideas on how to combat some of what's going on right now as well. Credit cards, things along those lines. We'll talk about that as well today, guys. Any questions, text me, please. 307-200-8222. 307-200-8222. We'll be right back. Veteran Windows and Doors. Make sure you're dialed in when it comes to windows and doors. The security of your doors and the, how should I say this, the comfort of new windows. Give them a call today. Find them at klzradio.com. Owner Dave Bancroft of Veteran Windows and Doors knows you don't buy a car without knowing what motor is inside. So why would you buy windows and doors without knowing their efficiency rating for your area of Colorado? Dave left the corporate world of windows and doors because he knows their salespeople purposely omit crucial information. The giant window and door companies look at you as a number, not a person. Veteran will select the products that will help you, the customer, and be right for your home. They want to educate you before you make the purchase, since these products are meant to protect you and your home from heat and cold. Veteran wants you to know exactly what you are getting and the benefits of the right windows for your home. Don't get pressured into buying windows from some huge company that is simply transactional. Contact Veteran Windows and Doors by going to klzradio.com window. That's klzradio.com window. All right, Ridgeline Auto Brokers, another location going in up north. We'll talk more about that, by the way, tomorrow because it will be a uh, live phone number you can call in. I'll mention that tomorrow. In the meantime, go to RidgelineAutoBrokers.com. Are you in the market for a reliable car that won't break the bank? Drive Radio sponsor, Ridgeline Auto Brokers specializes in quality used cars that cost between fifteen dollars to $25,000, making them a great option for first-time drivers or anyone looking for a good deal. They pride themselves on providing a transparent and hassle-free car buying experience. That's why at Ridgeline, they never charge a dealer fee. Plus, all vehicles are inspected by Legacy Automotive, a Colorado Select member and sponsor of Drive Radio. For a limited time, they are offering first-time customers the first oil change for only $1. Every car comes with a 30-day warranty, with the option to purchase a service contract. And at Ridgeline Auto Brokers, there are competitive financing options to fit your budget. If you cannot make it to the dealership in person, there are videos of all Ridgeline cars for sale on their website at RidgelineAutoBrokers.com. Call today at 303-442-4141 to schedule a test drive or visit RidgelineAutoBrokers.com. Ridgeline Auto Brokers, the smartest way to buy a car. All right, up next, Cub Creek Heating and Air Conditioning. And uh, as we get into a little more weather here at the end of the week, make sure that your furnace is doing what it needs to do. And if you have any issues at all, please give them a call. Find them at klzradio.com.
Cub Creek Heating and AC membership is the key to being ready for the next wave of freezing temps. You're busy 24-7, and it's tough to keep up with regular maintenance on your furnace. Cub Creek membership will take that off your plate so you don't have to worry about changing filters or inspecting electronics. Being a member also means that if something does go wrong, you've got priority service with them, which is hugely important during cold snaps when calls and wait times increase. Cub Creek keeps track of warranties, recalls, and manufacturer best practices so you don't have to, adding years of life to your system and preventing costly accidents. If you do need service, you'll also enjoy discounts and other perks that will pay for themselves if you experience problems. Annual memberships start as low as $20 per month billed annually. So become a member today at klzradio.com HVAC and call Ream Pro Partners Cub Creek Heating and AC today. Now back to Rush to Reason, presented by High Five Plumbing, where every call ends with a high five. All right, we are back. Jordan Goodman, America's Money Answer Man. Again, one more time, Jordan, how do folks find you? Jordan at moneyanswers.com is my email. All right, I want. To, I got a couple of text messages that came in. One where I don't want to argue, but I do want to make sure I set the record straight. Somebody texted and said the only rate the Fed sets is the overnight Fed fund rates. Banks are not required to stick to it. Laugh out loud, I'm saying, by the way, uh, because they actually do. Overnight funds is for the banks shuffling cash around overnight to meet regulatory requirements. It has no real impact on the economy. Jordan, um, nothing no. could be farther from the truth in that entire statement. I mean, they do set the Fed funds rate. That's what the Correct. rate that they're – but that has a big impact on Huge impact. Rates. Huge. When of their course. rates go up, the, the prime rate is tied to that goes up immediately. Yeah, every line and, of credit that businesses, people, HELOCs – Jordan, I could go down the list, including what we're going to talk about with credit cards loans, in a moment. All, these things. all yeah. of that is tied to that Fed fund rate. Correct. Correct. Now, now the, that's short-term rates which are directly impacted, but longer-term rates are not directly impacted, but they are... Not directly, impacted. but look what's happened with mortgage rates given. I mean, if what, we're, yeah. if what this texter was saying were true, real estate mortgages would still be at 3%. They're not. Yeah. And the Fed wants to raise... The reason they raised rates 12 times was to bring up rates on mortgages and slow Correct. The economy, slow demand. So they know what they're doing, and they... <laughs> And I just want to make sure I'm I'm clear, and I'm not trying to correct this texter, but I am, I guess. They have a huge impact on our economy. Yeah, either direction. I mean, when the economy collapsed in 2008, they brought interest rates down to zero and were pushing money out into the economy like crazy to save the economy. Right. Now, in the last two years, when inflation went up, they want to slow the economy, so they raised rates 12 times to slow things down. So... Yes, they, they're a counterweight. When the economy is down, they, they try to push it up. When the economy is too hot, they try to push it down. Right. Hey, Jordan, I'm just kind of wondering, when they start lowering rates, how long is it going to take for that to have a huge impact on people's investing, on people buying homes and so forth? And the reason I ask is because, look, if I'm looking into buying a home, I may be thinking, yeah, but they're going to lower them several times over the course of two years. Why would I want to buy right now if I don't have to? Well, to some extent, that's true, and they're going to lower it slowly. I mean, they're going to lower it a quarter of a point at a time. They're not going to do half point or full point. And and as a business owner, Jordan, I can almost 
answer that for Andy, that when they start, the repercussions in the real world is about six months. Yeah, it, it lags. I mean, some things, like the prime rate, is directly tied to that. So the prime rate would go down a quarter point. But we're right now at basically 5.5%. So if they went down a full point to 4.5%, that's the Fed funds. That's the overnight rate. All the other rates are higher. Right. They're a, you know, a spread over that. So it, it's going to take a while for it to, to filter through. Interest rates are going to be much higher now than certainly we were used to after the pandemic when they pretty much went down to zero. Right. Okay, question along those lines. Another listener asked, what's the best interest rate you can get on a credit card? And I know that's a wide-open question because of credit scores and things along those lines. But yeah. in general, what is the best rate you can well, get? Well, the average credit card rate's now over 20%. So that's the, the bogey. You can probably get in the mid-teens, maybe 13, 14. Here's a website I've mentioned before called MyGuideToCreditCards.com. And you go on there, and they have a low-interest rate credit card offer. You can take a look at that. There are these 0% bounce transfer offers. That you can get 0% for six months or a year. Um, but as far as an ongoing rate, probably in the 13 14% rate is a lot the lowest you can get today. Along those lines, and this is something we haven't talked about here, we've briefly talked about it the last few months, but when it comes to people struggling, they're making these minimum payments, and again, I think that's something the Fed is also not factoring into all of this, but you know, regardless of the Fed, there's people out there that are struggling to make ends meet. When do you feel, you know, bankruptcies or defaults on these cards, which, you know, people just stop paying, they have to do something, either bankruptcy or they just let their credit get ruined. When do you feel that's going to start coming or is it already here? It's already here. I mean, you're seeing foreclosures up. You're seeing car delinquencies up. You're seeing credit card delinquencies up. I mean, from a low base. But if you actually look at the charts, all of them have already turned up pretty sharply because interest rates are higher. And because people's wages are not keeping up with these higher prices for things. So that's already happened. Okay. And, uh, and, and I know this is completely sort of off topping what we were going to talk about. But when it comes to people that are struggling, maybe they've got three or four cards. They're all maxed out. They're trying to make their minimum payments. And they go to some of these different services where they can either consolidate or they go to a credit counseling and so on. In reality, does that help hurt that individual? Does it ruin credit, help credit? You know, you know more, way more about that than I do. What's their best options? I mean, credit counseling can be good, and you consolidate all your debts into one debt at a lower interest rate. You make one payment a month. You are paying off the full principal just over a shorter period of time. If, if you're making the minimum payments, it might take you 20 years. Doing that, it might take you five years or whatever the numbers work out to be. So it does help you pay it off over time. Uh, but you have to be able to make those payments. If you can't make the payments of credit counseling, then there's debt settlement. You settle the debt for 15 or 20 or 30 cents on the dollar, but that kills your credit. Yeah, you're done. Ba- bankruptcy is not the solution a lot of people think. There's two kinds of bankruptcy. There's Chapter 7, which is a liquidation of your debt, but that's only for very, very poor people. And then most people do Chapter 13, which is a rescheduling of your debt. You're still paying it back at a lower interest rate over a shorter period of time. But still, it's, uh, that kills your credit. That's a credit killer, too, right? It is. So it really, is sure the, the the only, there's report. no real options in this that don't kill your credit, is what you're telling me. Well, credit counseling doesn't hurt you as bad as debt settlement or bankruptcy. Okay. Uh, it, it'll take somewhat of a hit. But not, I mean, debt settlement where you're not paying the full principal or bankruptcy, uh, you'll take hundreds of points off your credit scores, whereas okay. credit counseling might be 50 points. Okay. okay, Jordan, let's say somebody's already made some of these moves or some other move where they've crippled their credit rating. How can they start building it up? What are some things Great you question, would recommend? Andy. 
well, it takes time. It, I always say credit ratings go down quickly and go up slowly. Mm. Okay. It, well, and that makes sense. Little, you have to prove you're steps. trustworthy. And it, it, it takes a hit, and then over, it's based on over time, uh, showing that you're paying on time. Um, and, uh, you know, they look at your entire, they want to see all the different debts, mortgages, student mm-hmm. loans, credit cards, car loans. It's a mix of all the different things, and they look at your behavior over a long period of time. And the longer you do it well, the higher your score goes. But it goes up two and three and four points a month, and it goes down 100 points or something when right, you right. do one thing wrong. So these are things, by the way, those of you listening, if you find yourself in that position to where you're just trying to figure out how do I you know, get all this done? I don't want to ruin my credit. I'm, you know, I'm able to maybe just barely make ends meet, but I want to try to figure out how to get through this time frame. Jordan, I'm assuming that's one of those things they can email and have – you know, have sure. you kind of give them some suggestions on what to do and how to maybe dig, dig themselves out of this, right? There's something called the National Foundation for Consumer Credit, NFCC, that has an 800 number you can call, and they can refer you to local places that are uh, sponsors. And they're nonprofits, okay. and they're getting a break from the credit card companies that you can't get on your own. Okay. Um, it's what's called fair share. I always wonder so, how that worked. So, so they're yeah. getting a backdoor deal no one else can get. Correct. Okay. Correct. And, and, and if they, they consolidate the payments... So you make one payment to the credit counseling agency, they pay the creditors um, at a lower interest rate. So from the creditors, it's better to get something than nothing. Hmm. And in return for that, they give them a lower interest rate that's passed on to you. Okay, good to know. Now, when it comes to also, you know, I guess this is something else that they all need to consider. And the only reason I want to talk about this, because I know there's folks out there that are struggling. You know, we talk about a lot of the other things on on this program, all the different things happening in the stock market, the feds and so on. But I also know that in the reality, there are people out there that are living day to day trying to figure out how do I irk this all out? How do I feed my family? How do I you know, keep this lifestyle even that maybe their families come accustomed to? What else, Jordan, could they be looking at when it comes to either refinancing? I know you talked about consolidating debt a moment ago, but out, you know, outside of that, what are other things they could be looking at doing to try to help them make it through this time? Well, refinancing is not really an option today. This is not your mortgage. I mean, unless you have a ten. You got a bunch of equity, right? Not going to make any sense. No, uh, I mean, refinancing is over. If you, you're not going to refinance to six and a half percent or something, so that's not really an option for people. Um, I mean, well, unless you're paying a bunch of thirty percent credit cards and you've got a bunch of equity in your house and you could consolidate some of those things and save on cash flow, right? You could. I don't like doing that. That's converting what should be short-term debt. I know. At into long-term debt, like with a home equity line of credit. I mean, you can do it. You are going to get a lower interest rate, uh, but uh, you know, if you then spend up the credit cards again, it doesn't. Yeah, work you can't well. do that. No, no, no. That yeah, you yeah you but can't. People do. You can't. Do. No. You've got to get at the fundamental situation: is our, is your income covering your expenses or not? Yeah. And if it isn't, either you've got to increase the income or reduce the expenses of some combination of the two, or it's just not going to work. Yeah, you've you've got to be you've got to make sure you're disciplined if you're going to go that route, right? Which, Which a lot of people unfortunately, are you weren't to begin with or you wouldn't be there. That's right. Or, you know, something bad happens, people get laid off. I mean, what's been interesting True. lately is there's been quite a few layoffs in the high-paid, high-tech industry. Right. These people were not expecting to get laid off, and they have a pretty big lifestyle right. that's really going to be hurt. Right. And one of the reasons why that's happening is artificial intelligence. Okay, hold that thought. That's a perfect segue. We'll come yeah. back. We'll take a break. That's a great segue. Hi-Fi Plumbing is next, folks. 877-WE-HI-FIVE. Call them when it comes to a plumbing problem that you might have. They're the place to call. They're my go-to. 877-WE-HI-FIVE. Membership with Hi-Fi Plumbing means you won't be left in the cold. 
there were thousands of emergency plumbing calls due to frozen pipes during the last freeze. Ultra-affordable membership with High Five Plumbing means that you get priority scheduling in an emergency. It also means that you get discounted pricing on any service and allows you to be proactive to prevent freezing pipes in your home. High Five will perform annual inspections on your plumbing to ensure that you're prepared for all seasons. And as a member, you won't ever pay service fees. High Five also offers a free annual water heater inspection as part of a membership that will breathe life into your plumbing equipment so that it lasts longer. High Five memberships will save you money and keep your home prepared. Call High Five for this by going to klzradio.com slash plumbing and join the club. I clog my toilet one too many times. I'll call High Five for this. Call High Five for this. All right, Al Smith, Golden Eagle Financial, where you can ask direct questions and find out exactly investment-wise what you should be doing. Find Al at klzradio.com. a new reality in planning for retirement and al smith of golden eagle financial knows how to help you navigate it with success you hear the arguments about social security and many people are worried that they won't get out of it what they've paid into it al knows how to prepare you for that in case you don't get the benefits you expect your grandparents had pensions but employers have shifted to making you responsible for retiring on your own Al can help you strategize using securities like 401ks and IRAs as individual parts of your overall plan and advise you on making tough decisions like adjusting to your risk tolerance or making room for the things you want to do in retirement. Take control of this new reality and reach out to Al Smith of Golden Eagle Financial today for a free no-obligation consultation by going to klzradio.com money. Investment advisory services offered through Brookstone Capital Management, LLC, a registered investment advisor. BCM and Golden Eagle Financial Limited are independent of each other. Insurance products and services are not offered through BCM, but are offered and sold through individually licensed and appointed agents. Michael Bailey Law, he is our mobile estate planner, and please make sure that you have all of that in order before you pass. There's even things you need to take care of while you're alive that Michael can help you with as well. Michael Bailey Law, he's our mobile estate planner. Find him at klzradio.com. Mobile estate planner Michael Bailey knows that it is critical to update your estate plan, especially after all of the reminders that the holidays bring. Take Tom, for example. His estate plan used to be simple. 50% of his wealth went to his son, Alex, and the other 50 went to his wife. But then Alex came home for Christmas and told everyone that he's a communist. He even decorated the tree with hammer and sickle ornaments, and he gave everyone a copy of the Communist Manifesto. You love him, but you can't trust that if you die tomorrow, he won't give all your money and belongings away. You're certain that someday he'll grow out of it, but today is not that day. So reach out to Michael Bailey today at klzradio.com estate to cut Alex off for a while. Maybe leave him a box of pencils since he likes things that only work on paper. That address again is klzradio.com estate. All right, John the Cyber Guy, make sure that your business is protected. We talked to him yesterday, and man, things can happen that you don't even think about. Go to cyberguy.net to find out more. John the Cyber Guy is keenly aware that there are bad people out there who want to steal your company's data and money. You hear about it all the time. 
A hacker steals sensitive customer information and demands a ransom before leaking it to the public or selling it on the dark web. Or a hacker enters a company's private network through an employee's home computer. The cost of ransomware and the associated loss of reputation from these attacks can cripple your business. John Kanata, the cyber guy, will protect your business and your customers from these bad actors. He and his team know the complex and ever-changing world of cybersecurity. They'll monitor your systems and protect your business from security threats around the clock. And they can do it at a price that works with your small business budget. Wondering if your business is vulnerable to the latest threats? Talk to John the Cyber Guy today to find out what they can do to properly protect your business. Go to klzradio.com slash cyber or call 720-593-6688. Now back to Rush to Reason on KLZ 560. We're back. Myself, Andy Pate, Charlie Grimes, Jordan Goodman, America's Money Answer Man. All right, Jordan, talk to us about AI. I do a few interviews on this from time to time and try to stay up on it as much as possible. How do you think economically this will affect things? Already is. I mean, you're seeing companies use artificial intelligence uh, to uh, replace uh, people who are doing things that computers can now do. White collar, uh, coding jobs and... Uh, writing, all kinds of things. Writing and uh, graphics. and and This is what the actors and writers were worried about during the strike, and they were right, because a lot of stuff can be done quicker, faster, and the machines don't complain, they don't want benefits, they don't take vacations, and they can do it a lot better in many cases. So this is a a new challenge now to white-collar workers that we haven't really seen before. The other challenge that's not being talked about, by the way, especially by this administration, is the amount of energy computing power that it takes to actually run AI is enormous, something that this particular administration, by the way, I don't think has planned on at all, Jordan. All these data centers that they're buying, all these NVIDIA chips, are real energy hogs, just as the mines that are mining for Bitcoin are enormous energy hogs. That's right. That's right. I think AI is a better use Oh, I think so, too, by all means. Absolutely. Bitcoin miners, but they both are... They're huge energy suckers, though. They set up, set them up in places, remote places, that have cheap energy, like near dams or right. northern Finland or someplace like that, where the, you know, the heat that's generated isn't so bad. Um, there was a story recently about in Arkansas where they had these Bitcoin mines that were just sucking these entire uh, regions dry of their power because they just use so much. So it, and it, now it, we're going to throw AI into that, and it's a huge energy. As you said, that's a yeah. huge energy hog on top of that. It is. It is indeed. Yep. So that'll be, uh, you know, again, that's another, I guess, or another sector to continue to watch because, again, this some administration, hopefully whoever ends up winning in 2024, because I don't think it'll be the current gentleman that's there right now. Andy and I will talk about that more at 4 o'clock. But whoever it ends up being after the 2024 election, I hope this is something they put at the top of their mind because we as a country are going to have to put more energy into the grid, period. Yeah. Yeah, well, I mean, we're trying things like solar and wind, but we're not keeping up. The the grid is really old. That's right. Vulnerable to cyber attacks. That's right. And we have not been investing at all enough in the grid. That's correct. Uh, And and it, it hits us when you, you get a big power surge, like in the summer, when you have too much air conditioning, I mean, they have to power places down. <laughs> I, I wish they would. Years ago when Texas, remember Texas? Yes, froze? yes. And, 
Several years the ago. Grid is, is, is really needs a lot of investment that it's not getting. I right. wish they would invest in what I want. Invest in oil, gas, coal. And nuclear. And nuclear and burn down all of the uh, of the uh, solar <laughs> and wind things, and I guarantee you, we would have energy galore overnight. Yeah, well, it's a nice idea, but it's not going to happen. No, nope, okay. I agree. Apple, talk to us about Vision Pro. My son and I have talked about that a little bit. It's yeah, a big deal. It's, it's, new, it's huge. Uh, you you see people on a week or so ago. Yeah, and see so, people on social media using it. It's it's pretty weird. Yeah, so you it's it's kind of like ski goggles, right? And uh, it is a computer. You can do everything you can with your eyes. You can type things. And it's 3D uh, video and incredibly good audio. And you can turn the background, the reality, on or off. Right. Or just kind of fade right. it in or out. So if you want to walk down the street, you can see what the street's like. If you, want, you can turn it off and just go to the Himalayas or... Yeah, I mean, I, I, I haven't track. used it yet, Jordan, but somebody like myself to where you're sitting here doing a show, but you want to see what's going on with the stock market or a news article or whatever. Instead right. of looking at a computer screen that's like 14 inches in front of me, you put the goggles on, you could still talk and do everything else, but have this literally 180-degree view of all the things I just mentioned in front of you. Yeah, and it, it, it got off to a good start. I think they sold 600000 Wow. Uh, Vision Pros in the first week, something wow. like that. Amazing. Um, now there is competition. Facebook has right. a Quest. I think they've got it, but this is this is it, better. It's integrated into the Apple system, right? So I think a lot of people are going to buy it. It's thirty five hundred dollars with all the accessories on top of that as well. Yep. But it doesn't seem to be slowing people down. And nope. it's, a, it's the first new uh, platform for computing that we've had in you know well over ten years or so. Yeah. Great point. All right, Jordan. One last time, how do folks get a hold of you? Uh, Jordan at MoneyAnswers.com is my email. Always glad to get emails from your folks. Appreciate you, Jordan, as well. We'll talk to you next month, sir. Very good. All right, man. Have a great rest of your day. We appreciate it. And uh, up next, American National Insurance. And we talked about insurance and rates and all those things that were going up earlier with Jordan. And, hey, make sure that you are dialed in when it comes to your insurance. There's ways to save money. My agent, Paul Lewinberger, can help you with that. 303-662-0789 is his number. Paul Lewinberger will teach you how to pay for home insurance the right way, saving money on premiums while protecting yourself from catastrophic costs in the future. American National Insurance keeps premiums low by attracting clients who choose to self-insure the small stuff. Most people don't understand basic economics, so they file claims all the time, driving up the cost of insurance year after year. You listen to Rush to Reason, so you probably have a better head on your shoulders, financially speaking, than the average homeowner. Still, you can learn new strategies from Paul Lewinberger to practice responsible money management. The smartest homeowners only file claims in emergencies, opting to pay out-of-pocket for everyday expenses. Personal responsibility benefits everyone, enabling you to afford total loss coverage. Call John's personal insurance agent, Paul Lewinberger, with American National Insurance for details about his one-of-a-kind rebate program, 303-662-0789. We don't yell at you. We inform you. Now, back to Rush to Reason. All right, a couple of minutes left. Let's do question of the day from yesterday. Name the only planet that rotates clockwise. The answer is Venus. The leading theory to explain Venus' unusual rotation suggests it may have been caused by a colossal impact with another celestial body early in its history. The collision could have been powerful enough to alter its original rotation. Or my theory is maybe God just made it that way. 
Well, it is a girl planet, and they're different. But I have a question. Okay. Because we have telescopes and we can see out, we can see planets, and we can see them spin and do right. things and so on, why in God's green earth would you think we live on a flat planet, Andy? What, what makes us more unique than all these other planets we look out and see with a telescope? I'm just asking a dumb question, I know, but... Look, John, I've never actually met anyone who believed it. Oh, there's, they're out there, Andy. Oh, yes, they're out there. I, I'm sure they are, because there are... And actually, yes... There you, are idiots out there who it, believe a lot of unbelievably idiotic things. And you may but, not know this, but yes, you have, actually. I'll explain later. Okay, then. You actually have. Wow. All right. So, at any rate... So Richard has some secrets I don't know. <laughs> I'm just trying to okay. figure out why you look out. In this case, you see a planet, you know it's uh, rotating opposite of yes. what the rest do, but yet you feel like we live on a flat Earth. Anyways. Okay. Today, answer this on the restreason.com website. Question of the day, which two are the loudest animals on Earth? Which two are the loudest animals on Earth? And it would shock you to know the answer. I'll just give you that hint. I do not have a clue. Charlie, any thoughts on who the loudest animals are? Charlie said, I won't give the answer. You're close, Charlie. Charlie's pretty good. He's like Yoda. He knows all these answers. That's why I can't say what he he said on air. He knows he's, yeah, he's he's Yoda. How, How loud are manatees? I have no clue. Okay. I, I am not a marine biologist, so I would not know the answer to that, Andy. John, I don't even go to the zoo, so I got no clue. Sorry. I don't go. I go occasionally with the grandkids, and that's about it, Andy. I'm kind of like you. Do you bring the uh, hunting rifle? Um, yeah, I don't think that's allowed. Oh, okay. <laughs> Big game, John. <laughs> At the zoo. John has gotten up there that's in years. Even, Andy, and now, that's not even fair, John so no, needs I would a, never do that. John needs a captive animal for him to fair, hunt. So, no, that's not hunting. <laughs> that would be like picking off. So, no, yes, I would never would. do that. Anyways. I know you wouldn't do anyways. that, John. I'm kidding. <laughs> uh, but it would be a, you know, it would be a, um, how should I say, it would be a, um, uh, uh, how, you would gain a lot of animals if you did that. Let's just say that. Yes, you You'd would. You'd bag a lot of animals is what I meant to say. All right, hour number two is next. Don't go anywhere. we got a lot still to cover. And uh, at, speaking of hunting and shooting, we have a special guest joining us at the top of the 5 o'clock hour as well from Straightforward Shooting. So you want to join us then also. So don't go anywhere. Hour 2 is next. Rush to Reason, Denver's Afternoon Rush, KLZ 560.